guys, remember me? What's happening, everybody? Justin, Bridgewater's Finest on YouTube, Blockbuster underscore guy on Twitter, sick as a dog, and welcome to week 17 of my weekly NFL pick show for the 2016-2017 NFL season. It's the last week of the season. I tried to record an episode yesterday and simply could not get through it, but... I, I had to put something together for week 17. It's the last week of the regular season. I couldn't leave you guys out there high and dry like I did last year. So here it is, week 17. We're rocking it old school. It's going to be a much quicker episode because I'm going to try to get through this as quick as I can. I actually have to go back to work today. Here is week 17. So let's very quickly run through week 16's results. I did better than I thought I was going to in week 16, the way it was starting off. I went 10 and 6 straight up. That has me 149, 89, and 2 straight up on the season. Against the spread was only 7, 8, and 1. Not a great week. So 126 up, 108 down, and 6 pushes on the season. And over under, I was 9 and 7. That's got me 126, 111, and 3. Platinum, gold, silver, and bronze. I was 3 and 1 straight up. I was 2-2 two and two against the spread, and I was 3-1 and one on the over-under, so we did really good there. Uh, private pick'em pools, straight up, as well as against the spread. In the straight-up pool, I moved back into first place, because In a Minute Man kind of got screwed by those Saturday games, didn't get his picks in in enough time. It sucked, and I'm sorry about it, but there's not a whole hell of a lot that I'm able to do about it. Uh, so I've moved back up into first place based on the fact that he missed a bunch of games getting them in on time. 1325 out of 1929 possible confidence points. That's a clip of 69%. In week 16, I brought in 86 out of 136. That's 63%. And shout out to Hatbox's picks, Chris Carter, the Hatbox kid. He won week 16 at 12 and 4 with 104 out of 136 possible confidence points. That's a clip of 76%. In the against the spread pick and pool, I've moved up to second place out of 22 with 124 out of the 240 games picked correctly against the spread, according to Yahoo's lines. That's a clip of 52%. In week 16, they gave me 8 out of 16. They gave me a win where my on my picks, on my video picks, it was a push. So they gave me 8 out of 16 for 50%. Brady's back had a monster week. 11 out of 16 for 69%. And Brady's back has now taken a solo lead in the against the spread uh, pick and pool. 129 out of the 240 games, a clip of 54%. So shout out to Brady's back, Hatbox's picks, and myself. And in, again, in a minute, man, I feel bad about that. But shout out to all those people for either winning Week 16 or being the new overall leaders in the pick and pulls. I had originally wanted this to be a one-taker. The phlegm is not going to allow that to happen. Let's take a peek into Fantasy Corner. For most of us, the fantasy football season is now over. I went 3-3 three and three in the six teams that were playing. I had two teams who were on bye who did not make it through the consolation rounds. But of those six teams, I had one team finish in first place, I had one team finish in second place, and I had two teams finish in third place. So to get trophies out of four of my eight teams this season... I'll take that any season, any way it goes. Of course, in the YouTube Prognosticators League, of course, as I mentioned, I finished 11th place out of 12. The finals in that league, by the way, Chalupa Batman, who basically led the league from pillar to post, ended up with the victory, defeating Billy B for the league championship. So congratulations to Chalupa Batman for winning the YouTube Prognosticators Fantasy Football League. In my league that I commish, as I mentioned last week, I'm in the finals. 
Uh, I lost that final to uh, my friend Tony, who I do the drafts with every year. He ended up winning it. It's the second time he's won the league championship in that league. So congratulations, Tony, for winning the league. Next year, we're moving that season to a or moving that league, sorry, to a dynasty league. So it's not going to be season to season anymore. It's going to be a keeper league. Going to be a dynasty league. Very excited about that move. But shout out to Chalupa Batman and Billy B for making the finals there. And shout out to my buddy Tony for beating me in the finals of my league. As always, if you're watching the episode on YouTube, you can go to the description of the video file. You're going to find all of my results from week 16, all of my straight up against the spread and over under picks for week 17. You're going to find information on joining the Bridgewater's Finest Pick'em Pools for season five of the show, both straight up and against the spread. It's not too late to win a week here in the playoffs. We go all through the playoffs. Not too late to win a week and get yourself shouted out on the show. You can find information on joining the YouTube Prognosticators Facebook page, NFL YouTube Prognosticators Facebook page. That link is in the description. You're also going to find links to other high-quality NFL YouTube Prognosticators who get out there, do this every single week, and don't necessarily have colds like I do. If you're listening on SoundCloud, which by the way, yes, I'm going to rip the audio from this, put it on SoundCloud, so SoundCloud people, you're not going to miss this episode. If you're on SoundCloud, search NFL YouTube Prognosticators on Facebook, join the group, Join in on the fun. We talk football all damn week. So here's how we're going to do the picks for the sake of speed. The games that are not the platinum, gold, silver, and bronze picks, I'm not going to spend really any amount of time talking about them. A lot of these games have no bearing whatsoever on playoff results, especially in the AFC. Those teams have been decided. There's a couple of things that are still yet to be decided in the AFC. A couple of teams have yet to be decided in the NFC. So if the game has some kind of playoff importance, I'm going to talk a little more about it. If it doesn't, I'm just going to speed right through it. Here come the week 17 picks. It's fun to remember how I used to do this in like 15, 16 minutes a week. Okay, we're going to start with Cincinnati-Baltimore, and of course I've got my picks here right up in front of me uh, with the computer screen. Cincinnati-Baltimore, games in Cincinnati, but Baltimore, I believe, is objectively the better team. I want to finish the season on a high note. I'm going to take Baltimore straight up to beat Cincinnati. I like Baltimore plus 2.5 on the line. I like the game to stay under 41.5 points. Uh, Tennessee-Houston doesn't have any kind of playoff impact. Houston has already won their division. They're locked into where they are. Tennessee, I'm going to give it to Tennessee because, look, they, they lost Mariota, absolutely, and that sucks. Their backup quarterback's Matt Castle. I mean, Matt Castle could start in the NFL, to be perfectly Like, if you're asking me who would you rather have playing quarterback right now, Matt Castle or Blake Bortles, you're probably going to say Matt Castle. So he could start in the NFL. So my point is they're going from starting NFL quarterback to starting NFL quarterback. And Houston's got nothing to play for. They can't improve their position. They've already won their division. They know they're going to be playing Wild Card Weekend. They can't improve anything. So what's what's the point? What's the reasoning? So I like Tennessee to beat Houston. On the line, I like Tennessee minus three. They're the favorites in this one. And I like the game to go over 40 points. Indianapolis-Jacksonville, neither one of these teams have anything left to play for. The game's in Indy, that plays into their favor. Jacksonville still has not figured out how to win on the road. I'm going to take Indianapolis to beat Jacksonville. I like Indianapolis minus 4.5 on the line, and I like that game to stay under 47 points. New England-Miami, this is a matchup of two teams that are heading to the playoffs. Congratulations to the Miami Dolphins for getting one of those AFC wildcard spots. That's big for this franchise, big bad way. It, there might be a chance you get Ryan Tannehill back. If you do, I think that's probably going to improve your chances in the playoffs. Uh, this game's in Miami, but I'm still going to take New England. 
uh, New England doesn't strike me as a team that rests starters. So if you're still playing with a full or mostly full complement of starters, I'm still going to have to take New England in the game to win straight up. But right now they're favored by nine and a half points. They have no reason to blow out Miami. There's no reason whatsoever. So I'm going to take Miami plus nine and a half because who knows, they could possibly win the game if New England does decide to rest their starters. So I like New England to win straight up, but I like Miami plus nine and a half on the line, and I like it to go over 44 and a half points. Minnesota, Chicago. Games in Minnesota. Chicago hasn't won a game on the road all season. Neither team has anything to play for. Minnesota wins this game. I like the Vikings minus five on the line as the home team in a game that stays under 41 points because Chicago can play a little defense. Minnesota has struggled to put up points all season long. Adrian Peterson will not play in this game, obviously, because they're out of the playoff hunt. Jets and Buffalo. Games in New York. I'm going to go with the Jets uh, simply because, yeah, the Jets are only, I think, what, one and seven, one and six at home this year, so they're not exactly a home field juggernaut. Buffalo just fired their coaches, both the Ryans. They showed them the door. EJ Manuel is going to be starting at quarterback, hasn't played an NFL, meaningful NFL snap in quite a while. So, I, I, look, that messes with a team that messes with a chemistry i don't think it's going to be for the better jets are the underdogs in this one but i'm going to take them to win straight up in their own building end the season on a good note jets win the game and beat buffalo i like the jets plus three and a half on the line even if i wasn't taking them to win straight up and a game that goes over 42 points Philadelphia, Dallas. Dallas has absolutely nothing to play for. They have clinched home field advantage throughout the playoffs. So no matter what anybody else does, Dallas has home field advantage. Uh, games in Philadelphia. Philadelphia can play some defense at home. So I'm going to go with the Eagles. Dallas has nothing to play for here. They should rest Zeke probably for the second half of that game. Maybe they want to consider resting Dak for the second half of that game, letting Romo come in, let Romo kind of audition for next season, prove to some teams that he can still play some football. I mean, we all know he can, but prove to other teams that he's back and can play some football. I would expect to see that in this game. I like Philly, though. I'm going to take the Eagles. But I am going to go Dallas plus four. I'm going to hedge my bets on that one because who knows, maybe they just totally go against that, keep their starters in, and maybe they dominate. So I like Philly to win straight up, but I like Dallas plus four in a game that stays under 43 and a half points. Uh, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. By the way, who called it? Who called Cleveland? Cleveland Rocks. That would be me. They finally won a game. Uh, they're not going to win two. Uh, Pittsburgh wins in Pittsburgh. Even if they rest their starters, Pittsburgh still wins. I like the Steelers to cover minus five and a half points in a game that goes over 44 points. Now's where the games kind of start to get a little interesting. We have Tampa Bay, Carolina. Tampa Bay is in a situation where they need to win and they need a whole bunch of other craziness to happen in order for them to make the playoffs. But by the time the ball snaps for this game, their fate has not yet been decided. So Tampa Bay is going to be playing like their lives depended on it. So I like that. I'm going to take Tampa Bay at home to beat a Carolina team that's not playing for anything but pride. Luke Keekley is not going to be playing in this game. Honestly, they're not playing for anything. Shut Cam Newton down. Don't let Cam Newton go out there and take hits in week 17 in a meaningless game when you're not making the playoffs. So that's my opinion. They're not going to do that, but that's my opinion anyways. I'm going to take Tampa Bay straight up to beat Carolina, but I am going to go Carolina plus five and a half on the line because t it's a game that Carolina could win, and they're playing for pride at this point. They 
take pride, obviously, very seriously, like most teams do. So Carolina plus 5.5, but I like Tampa Bay to win straight up in a game that goes over 46.5 points. Denver-Oakland, and of course, Oakland has lost uh, Derek Carr for the season. Uh, maybe he might be available if he has a miraculous comeback in time for the Super Bowl. If the Raiders make it that far, they won't. But if they make it that far, who knows? It's a possibility. Denver, not going to make the playoffs. Playing for pride, division rival, at home. Uh, Oakland's going to be going with, I think it's Matt McGloin, is their starting quarterback. And again, he hasn't played any meaningful football in years, so he's stepping into a very difficult situation here where this is a Raiders team that, oh my god, we finally made the playoffs first time in, you know, since the Kennedy administration or whatever. We finally made the playoffs, and they lose their franchise quarterback for the year. I I don't like Oakland in this game. Oakland's got a lot to play for, but I don't think the execution is going to be there. I think this is a team that is shell-shocked, and I think it's going to show. I like the Broncos at home. I'm going to take Denver to win. I like Denver minus one on the line in a game that goes over 40 and a half points. Arizona in Los Angeles to play the Rams. Um, neither team has anything to play for, really. Arizona, again, playing for some pride. Carson Palmer says he wants to be back. Larry Fitzgerald says he wants to be back for one more season. Maybe they're going to go out and try to prove why they should be back for another season. And I'll take that. I think I'll take the Arizona Cardinals to win that game in Los Angeles against a, you know, really bad Rams team. But I am going to take the Rams plus six because, I don't know, that line just seems, really feels like Vegas is on tilt this weekend for me. So I'm going to take the Rams plus six, but Arizona to win the game in a game that goes over 40 and a half points. And the last game we're going to look at before we get into the platinum, gold, silver, and bronze is Seattle-San Francisco. Seattle does have something to play for. They're playing for uh, the first round by home field advantage, not throughout the NFC playoffs, but, you know, the home field advantage that comes with the first round by. Uh, I like that because San Francisco can't stop anybody running the football. So even if Seattle rests some starters, I still like Seattle to win the game. I'm going to take Seattle to beat San Francisco. I like Seattle to cover the 9.5 points because it's less than 10 in a game that goes over 43 points. I won't lie to you folks, I was dying holding in a couple of coughs there. Holy cow. Alright folks, platinum, gold, silver, and bronze picks for week 17 last week of the regular season. Let's get into it. Bronze pick, 9-7 and seven straight up. 7-8-1 against the spread and 8-8 eight and eight on the over-under. Sees the Atlanta Falcons. Play host to the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans playing much better football lately. Much better on the offense and the defense even a little bit. Atlanta, they still have something to play for here. They're in the playoffs. It's a guarantee, but they have a shot at home field. And that, I think, is going to be big for them, even though they were incredibly strong on the road this year. Every team wants home field. If you're given the choice, would you rather play a game at home or on the road, you're going to say home. So... Atlanta's got plenty to play for here. It's two high-powered offenses. I like the Falcons. I like them to do that and get that home field advantage in the NFC playoffs. So I like Atlanta to beat New Orleans. I actually like Atlanta to cover the 6.5 points. So I'll take Atlanta minus 6.5 in a game that goes over 56 points because, let's face it, it's Drew Brees and Matt Ryan and those two offenses. That game's going to go over. That's my bronze pick. Silver pick, 13-3 and three straight up, 10-6 and six against the spread, and 9-7 and seven on the over-under. Sees the Washington Redskins play host to the New York Giants. 
The Giants do not have anything to play for. The Redskins do. The Redskins are essentially a win and you're in in terms of the playoffs here in the wild card with that situation with the NFC North. The loser of that game is probably not going to make the playoffs. And Washington can guarantee that if Washington beats the Giants. Again, Giants, nothing to play for. They haven't played well on the road really all season. The run game is just not there for them no matter who they put out there as their lead back. I gotta go with the Redskins. I really do. I think Washington wins this thing. I think Washington gets into the playoffs. I'll take the Redskins to beat the Giants. Now, for some insane reason, the Redskins are favored by eight points in this division game. That's bad. Don't take that bet. Take the Giants plus eight because it's still the New York Giants and they're still a really good football team. Objectively, probably the better football team between the two. So take the Giants plus eight in a game that goes over 44 points. That's my silver pick. My gold pick, 14-2 straight up, 9-7 against the spread, and 10-6 and on the over-under, sees the San Diego Chargers play host to the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs can still win this division. Oakland has the lead, but look, they just lost their starting quarterback, and as I mentioned earlier, I don't think Oakland wins this week. That opens the door wide open for the Kansas City Chiefs to jump in there and grab that division. And if they grab that division, it also means they grab home field throughout the AFC playoffs until the championship. So, I gotta take the Chiefs. With everything left to play for, San Diego hasn't had anything to play for. They haven't played meaningful football in a month. So, Kansas City, definitely. All over the Kansas City Chiefs this week. I like Kansas City to beat San Diego. I like Kansas City to cover the 5.5 points. KC minus 5.5 in a game that stays under 44.5 points. That's my gold pick. And the platinum pick, here it is. It's the game of the week. It's been flexed to the Sunday nighter. It's the battle for the NFC North. It's the Game of Thrones of the football season. The final game of the season. The Detroit Lions playing host to the Green Bay Packers. My platinum pick, 14-2 straight up, 9-6-1 against the spread, and 8-8 eight and eight on the over-under. Detroit, Green Bay, who's it going to be? If you look at who's playing better football right now, no question about it, it's the Green Bay Packers. Five straight wins. Playing, They've been playing playoff football for about six weeks. So this is a team that is battle-tested right now, and it's Aaron Rodgers playing like Aaron Rodgers has played at his best, kind of making all the people that were talking earlier in the season about like, oh my God, what's wrong with Aaron Rodgers? Really kind of making those people look foolish. And what makes this matchup so interesting is on the other side, you have a team that has done something special at home this year. Detroit has played incredible football in their own building this season. Ultimately, at the end of the day, I can't go against the Green Bay Packers with the kind of football they're playing right now. It's not all together on the defensive side, but that offense, holy cow, is that offense ever running. And if Detroit is missing that top cornerback like they were last week against Dallas, Dak Prescott and Des Bryant really exploited that matchup for a couple of touchdowns, and he may have even been the cover guy on the Des Bryant touchdown pass. So th that's a big problem, especially when you're going to go against Aaron Rodgers to Jordy Nelson and Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams. I think he's still, I don't think he's injured. So Rodgers has a lot more weapons is, is kind of what I'm saying. And, you know, probably objectively a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. So 
that's going to be a big problem if Detroit does not have their top that top cornerback back in their defensive lineup. I've got to go Green Bay. Green Bay is only favored by three and a half points on the road. I think you got to take that because it's yeah, it's over a field goal, but it's under a touchdown. So I think you got to take Green Bay at those odds in a game that stays under 49 points. That is my platinum pick. Well, we made it, folks. We made it to the end of the season. You'll have to forgive me. There's going to be no comment of the week this week as, again, I'm feeling rather under the weather. Um, we made it to the end of the season, and I can't tell you guys how much this season has meant to me in terms of growth of the channel, growth of the interest in the show, uh, your participation. It's This season's been, you know, really something special and it means a lot to me because as people who have followed my channel from last season know middle of last season I just stopped I just stopped making videos and it wasn't because people weren't care wasn't caring or anything like that I wasn't sure if I was a fan of the sport or if I was just a fan of doing the videos so I stopped doing the videos and I rediscovered my love of the sport and that's was important that was very vital in the decision to not only come back this season but to change the format to make it a podcast and you guys just latched onto it and really seemed to love it and that means the world to me it really really does it keeps me motivated feeling the way i'm feeling right now i probably sh probably wasn't going to have done an episode but again i love what you guys have done to contribute to making the show what it was this season and uh the support and the success of the show this season has been unbelievable thank every single one of you who've taken the time to watch an episode listen to an episode make a comment share it um download soundcloud so you can get the show that way all of it means the world to me it really really does uh so thank you thank you very very much from a very sick nfl youtuber all right, folks, I'm going to go lay down. That's it for me, Justin, Bridgewater's Finest on YouTube, Blockbuster underscore guy on Twitter. Week 17 is going to be in the books. Maybe one of the most exciting weeks of the NFL season. The playoff picture will be set in stone at the end of this week. I can't wait for it. Good luck with your picks. I hope you enjoyed the show all season. Remember, for those of you in the pick'em pools, they continue throughout the playoffs, so do not stop. And this show... It's also going to continue through the playoffs, so don't stop tuning in. Thank you very much. And uh, from Bridgewater's Finest and from Justin, the man behind the glasses, if you will, thank you.